Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today, we're talking... Centipedes. These little crusty busters. <sighs> you love them. No, uh-uh. This is the second podcast in a row we've recorded about something I don't particularly care for. Centipedes and dogs. We did plastic last time. Oh, did we? Uh-huh. I think I probably like centipedes more than I like plastic. Centipedes aren't really hurting anybody. Centipedes are great for the earth. They're like, uh, they're that tier of sort of disgusting crap that <laughs> wanders around and it turns stuff like shit and trash into dirt and then you just use the dirt. I think they're on that level. They're like at the very bottom level of eating the worst stuff and then horseshoeing it around so it turns into like earth. <laughs> I think that centipedes are all carnivores. Oh. Well, I actually don't know anything about centipedes. Well, that's what we're here for today. I just assumed that they were decomposers because I always find them in the garden. Whenever I pick up a rock, there's always some fucking purple and red centipede that skitters away. I think that what we get around here are millipedes. They're not. They're not? I'll tell you why I can tell is because the most basic National Geo for Kids fact that I know is that millipedes have two legs per segment. Centipedes have one leg per segment. Uh-huh. So it's like centipedes and 200 peds, not millipedes. Well, I think they're both very roundly named. Most of the centipedes I see have something like 20, uh, 20? No, probably like 12 or 14 centipedes. I refuse to accept any centipede that has any less than 100 legs. Well, you're in for it. I refuse to accept it. I feel like the longest one I've seen has maybe been about 25 or 30 segments, but I've never seen a full 100, I don't think. I refuse to believe it. Why? Why? <laughs> See, this is what we're afforded by the Garbage Brain University Research Council, is that we are able to be emotive about the topics because we could, like, be truly ignorant going in. <laughs> I refuse to accept, I refuse to accept it. I'm going to be, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to build the actual centipede. Are you? I'm going to get like four or five centipedes and like cut the head off of one of them and sew it to the guy's butt and so, I can make a human centipede of centipedes. <laughs> the centipede centipede. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The final sequence. <laughs> You're gonna need a tiny little needle for it. Right, but I, I feel like I just can't deal with how they don't have 100 legs. I can't deal with it. Why would you call it a centipede? Why wouldn't you call it a 25 bead? Do you think, okay, so the house centipede is the one you see in the house. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like one of those, you know, those Asian centipedes that are all crazy colors and they're like super venomous and like you can't touch them or they'll just paralyze you and shit like that. And they that. look like really articulated. I don't like the ones yeah. where they look like super... They're they're huge. Yeah, I don't like they're them. They're huge. Like, I'm just saying, because, like, in the Southeast Asia, like, there's all these tropical areas, and it's like it supports this certain morphology of centipede that is particularly, like, armored. Yucky, yeah, right. And they're huge. Over here, we just have these little wispy, like, indie rock centipedes. Are the ones we get, those ones with the very hairy legs that are real long? Yeah, they're wispy. They have wispy yeah. legs. They're called house centipedes. I don't like them. That's something basement business i'm not i'm not hanging out down there i don't like them either sometimes they'll crawl across the ceiling what do you think would be worse a house centipede and i would say like i said maybe 14 20 segments something like that would you rather have one of those or a house centipede that was same format but had 100 legs i think the longer one would be worse 
But I mean, I think that the centipede triggers something in your brain. It triggers an alien feeling in your brain because I don't see centipedes that often. Every time I see one, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not I very really natural. Do. You don't think about them like like little other guys. It's like the same feeling I get is I was at a park. I was at a park and there was like a bunch of wildlife. It's like a perfect day in July. Bunch of wildlife and uh, we're walking along. You know, there's little fish in the pond. There's ducks. They're dipping their heads under everything else. I come upon a turtle and he's kind of like beached. He's kind of like up out of the water a little bit. And I was like, oh, come on. You can go. You can get in the water. And he wasn't doing anything. And I was like, shit, what is he doing? And I was like, maybe he's stuck. So I lean over and he's like two feet into the water. So I'm very precariously balancing and I nudge him with my foot and then he rolls over and he's dead. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just touched a dead turtle. Yeah. That's the feeling I get when I pick up a rock in the garden and there's a centipede under it. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you need to be deep underground. You need to be somewhere else. Well, I think that the centipedes in your garden are there to eat all the bugs you like. The bugs that I like? Yeah. What bugs do I like? Like the earthworms and like oh, the they little guys you like. They eat Ooh. Other, they're they're carnivores, so they would be eating all the bugs in your your ladybugs. Oh, I'm gonna fucking destroy them then. Yeah. Man, earthworms are like the best the best bugs to have in here. I assume whenever I saw them crawling around, I'm like, they're gross, but they have their job. <laughs> right. Their job is eating my friends. Right. That's an awful job. Like spiders will eat like flies and shit yeah. and aphids and like stuff you don't like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ladybugs eat aphids. Yeah. Do praying mantises eat aphids? Oh, praying mantises eat all kinds of great shit. I you think they eat, they eat like fungus gnats and stuff too. You should get a bunch of those. They eat thrips. Thrips. Different kinds of. <laughs> Been known to throw down on some thrips. <laughs> I think the more legs, the more segments and the more legs and the more rippling effect that it has, the more upchuck you get. Yeah. I think the worse it is. I think if I looked over and there was one with, with 500 and it was just rippling and shimmering, I think I would probably just immediately black out. Uh, I'm not I'm not scared of it. It's just yeah. gr it's just gross on yeah. like a lizard brain level. There's something like interdimensional about it. Like there's it's like wrong looking, right? Like Yeah. It's not correct to our like perception of what things are cool to look at. <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, so I can look at an ant and I don't find an ant gross at all. I can look at a stink bug and I hate I how hate much they bug. I hate how much they stink and I hate how they get in the house, but I'm like, I know. I know, man. <laughs> Sure. And if I he's so see dumb, a, you can't be mad at him. Yeah. Then I see a spider and I'm like, yeah, sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Eight legs. Right? I'm not trying to get all animal farm about it. <laughs> right. By the time you get to eight legs, you can't trust that guy. Six legs, good. 44 legs, bad. Yeah. 44 legs. No, no, no. We can't. I'm sure that whatever you're doing is cool. And I, I really hope that it's working out for you. I really hope that you get everything you can get out of being a centipede and you have the most perfect centipede life. But I don't need to look at you. It's no. okay. We can have parallel lives, centipede. <laughs> You go do your business somewhere else. It's just like, it's just like middle schoolers would say, no cap, the centipedes are high key washed. <laughs> I think they're loaded. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely the loaded form of 
arthropods. They're like leggy worms. You know, and the, you know what the thing is? A crab? I don't have any problem with a crab. A lobster? I don't care. A shrimp? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're a little gross. Get out of here. You're fine. <laughs> right. right. I, centipedes are gross. I think that they're gross. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is gross. I don't like anything. You know what? I will come out and say I don't like any bug that is big enough that if I whacked it with a magazine, I would be able to hear it die. June bugs. Yuck. I hate June bugs. I, I want to be able to kill it without feeling or hearing it crunch. You know, any bug that's got goop inside of it. Yeah, no, uh-uh. Ants are clean. You just, just they're just dust now. <laughs> it's like one put the vacuum. <laughs> so tell me, exactly what is a centipede now? Uh, centipede, from the Latin hundred and foot, excuse me, <laughs> are predatory arthropods belonging to the class Chilopoda of the subphylum Myriapoda. So both of their names imply a bunch of feet. Yeah. And they're an arthropod group that also includes millipedes and other creatures with lots of legs. Let's fucking go. So centipedes are something called metameric. And metameric means that they have a linear series of body segments that are similar in structure. So it's like Legos, one after the other, right? You know, all of the segments are generally the same. Oh, yeah. So instead of head, thorax, abdomen, they've got like head, thorax, 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 thorax. Thorax, 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 You know, thorax, uh, yeah. Nona was explained to me today. She's like, so here's, here's something interesting. When you're drawing people with multiple arms... <laughs> Sure. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, for every set of arms you add, they have to also have pectoral muscles. So that affects how you draw the structure of their body. And I was like, thanks. I'm going to keep that in mind. <laughs> so I guess a hot anime dude with six arms might also be metameric because his pecs are repeating too. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like if you had like a guy who had a horse body and then he had like six arms and then he would have like two rows of three nipples yeah yeah exactly and then you give him like uh some kind of head with horns or something like a deer head that's probably what i would go for yeah <laughs> you never get all the way up you never draw some real some real fucking jack dude with rippling pecs and you get to the top and he's got a little tiny he's got a little tiny frog head that'd be funny <laughs> The frog-headed, horse-bodied, six-armed man. <laughs> there is a there's an organism you can't relate to. I can relate to him more than I could a centipede. Oh, she do the hot pecs. Oh. Yeah, flex him. He's he's putting in the work. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, I think that I have been having feelings lately about deer. I think deer are really creepy. Yeah. Now we did a show on them recently. We did, but I think they're super creepy. There's something like liminal about them seems like they they are like on some kind of weird like in between and now they're getting all that wasting disease and covid and stuff like so they're like harbingers of like 
horrifying disease and they're like creepy. They pretty much walk around anywhere. You really can't stop them. There is nothing creepier to me than when you're standing somewhere and there's a deer and it is like right next to you and it's just like right there. I've had that happen a couple times like in Columbus because they have no fear. And they just look at you like you're being an asshole. Right and when they're standing that close to you it, it feels so wrong. It feels like the opening scene in a horror movie. Like every time it happens I'm like oh this is a bad omen. <laughs> because wild animals are supposed to run away right right when you come close a wild animal is supposed to run away because almost all animals would look at you and be like yeah that guy is gonna grab me and eat me right they wouldn't be wrong well you're not gonna eat a deer now because you're gonna get wasting the i'm not gonna eat a deer now they have successfully defended themselves <laughs> right but, i mean i'm not gonna lie like i like venison as much as the next person but now i'm like i don't know you like venison probably more than the average american the average american i would say has probably never had venison i got a little redneck streak to me though yeah but it's great it's great meat it's local if it wasn't for all of like the recent disease problems with them, then it would right, be great. Right. Anyway, all centipedes are venomous. Oh shit. So and you recall the difference between venomous and poisonous. Isn't a venomous would have to bite you and inject venom into you. And poisonous is like you would you, have to eat it. You have to consume it, yeah. So you don't have to eat centipedes for them to hurt you. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's good for them. They bite and it hurts. And when they bite you, they'll put the venom into your arm or your wherever, right? They have pincers. Oh, shit. Um, their pincers are called forcipules. <laughs> um, this fact, I like this one. Despite the name, centipedes can have a varying number of legs ranging from 30 to 382. <laughs> that's more like it that's more like it that's what i'm talking about but no centipedes have a hundred because they none of them have an even number of segments so they always have an odd number uh, of pairs of legs okay so, so they, they have, so they won't have 50 pairs they might have 49 or 51 uh-huh mm-hmm. so no one has a so we just gonna find a centipede with 102 and just pull a couple legs off the perfect centipede Gosh, he's out there somewhere. <laughs> we just gotta find the most beautiful one that's 102. I need the Smuckers to to sponsor the, uh, who is it? Who is it? Wasn't it Al Roker used to do the, the Smuckers Centenarians? Yes. He congratulate yes. everybody who made it to 100 years yeah, old. Yeah, I think so. I think it was him. He was like, congratulations, Beulah Carpenter, you're 104. Yeah. I feel like the rich just get richer, don't they? That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Wow, you got to live forever, and now you get congratulated for living. When do I get congratulated for living? I'll tell you. Every year on my birthday, just (laughs) not on TV. Not yet. (laughs) See you on the news, baby. (laughs) About, uh, About five years ago, I always drive by this news station. Not on purpose. It's just in between my house and where I'm going. Right. And I've driven by it for years. And finally, one day I, I got out and I took a, a timed photo of myself standing or, or squatting, I think, on the uh, on the sign uh-huh. of the news station. And I have I have pulled it out no less than a half dozen times over the past few years. I'll just be in the middle of talking to somebody and be like, did I tell you I was on the news? And then they're like, 
<laughs> Yo, no, what's up? What are you? And I sent him the picture, and they're like, you son of a bitch. That's my baby. <laughs> oh, so, oh, it's so good. Uh, so, centipedes, in addition to being venomous and hurdy when they bite, they like to eat meat. They are something that is referred to as a generalist predator. So, they will eat any kind of prey they can get. Okay. And they don't really eat vegetable matter that much unless they're starving. Yeah. And people are not really sure about centipedes and their eating habits because they are mysterious. Their lifestyles are mysterious. <laughs> Is that technical information? Yeah, it's in They're my mysterious? Life. They have mysterious lifestyles. <laughs> and... <laughs> And they also really thoroughly chew up what they eat. And so when they find a centipede and they do a little thing where they cut them open. Yeah. And what is that called? Dissection. They, they chew up their food so much that it's just muck. They can't tell what it is. Oh, okay. And when they have done studies in laboratories on them, they will eat basically anything as long as it is generally soft bodied. So they would like worms and stuff. And they will especially eat worms. They especially like They them. love them. And they think that that earthworms might be the bulk of their diet. Oh my god. Because they are so easy to get with those pinchers. Uh-huh. And out, out. They're so soft. You don't really have to discard anything. You can just eat the whole worm. Right. Just fuck it up. There are am- amphibious centipedes, and they will eat stuff that lives in the water. I bet centipedes would love jellyfish. Probably. Probably just suck it right down. Little teeny ones. Uh-huh. Little polyps. Uh-huh. Ow, ow. Like, oh, look at me. I'm immortal. Nope. Centipede. Ow. <laughs> a lot of animals will eat centipedes like mongooses mice salamanders beetles and snakes they're like oh no biggie i'm just gonna eat that horrible thing that thing's full of meat man that thing's full of an earthworm is like a dirty boy's hot dog an earthworm is yeah because earthworms are full of dirt yeah that's why you have to be a dirty boy yeah i wonder if you ate worms if you would suck all the dirt out of their asshole first would you me the person or if like you were me, an earthworm eater. if i were a mongoose or a bird or oh a, no birds just birds just eat the dirt birds don't care i feel like a mongoose might do a little scrubbing operation maybe <laughs> i feel like they're a little prehensile i feel like they might at least wash the worm out try to yeah they might take it and shake it out just shake the crap out of it just beat his ass no, just like grab the <laughs> grab the middle of it and like fling it hard enough that all of the earthworm castings falls out of the earthworm's butt. I think that a mongoose would put its lips around an earthworm's asshole and blow out all the dirt out of his mouth. <laughs> like, Who can blame him? <laughs> Exact same process as if you find a saxophone in a graveyard. Right, absolutely. You just put that fucker in your mouth immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, saxophone! (laughs) (laughs) That's dirt out of here. Haunted saxophone. Uh, so centipedes have all kinds of parts. Did you know that? No, huh? They I thought they were all legs. <laughs> they don't have eyes. 
Did you know that? Ooh, no. They have ocelli, which are sometimes clustered together to form compound eyes, but they could only discern light and dark, and they have no true vision of anything. They could just, like, see that dark is dark, and light is probably going in a different direction than that. God, they probably think everyone eats worms. <laughs> yeah, they don't even know you're there. Really? You don't think they they know vibration or anything like that? Well, I mean, they might, but, like, they don't perceive your true human form. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about perception. These guys can't see anything, but they they have no expectation of seeing anything. Well, here's... So, okay, so you're standing in your yard, and a centipede walks by. The centipede has no way of perceiving you. Right. He might perceive, like, a very grumbly noise in one direction, and... That's like the vibrations of you walking and he will stay away from that direction, right? But and he has no idea that he is dealing with a strapping dude in in some sweet shades. You know, just the the complexities of human life and the centipede has absolutely no idea what is going on. And at the same time, we don't even know what the motherfuckers eat because they chew it up. Right. This has great implications for the relation between humans and any other sapient species on Earth. <laughs> right, right. We don't know they're there. They don't know what the fuck we're doing because we're so cryptic. Maybe they do see us, but what they see of us is something we don't even see of ourselves. Maybe they just see shadows flickering in their own night. What is that thing? Is Didn't they do some kind of study and humans emit some kind of light from their faces? And what is that about? Humans. Uh, humans emit some very, very faint light. And I don't know if it's uh, phosphorescence. Bioluminescence. Or, or it's bioluminescence. I'm not sure what exactly the process is, but it's like... They measured it, and it's like X number of photons per hour or something. Mm -hmm. It's a very faint light. But yeah, human bodies do radiate from what what I read, some pop science article. Well, those are always at least slightly related to science. They are, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Science light. The person who writes them always at least skims the journal article they're writing about. Right. <laughs> Centipedes have some weird organs. They have these things called organs of Tomasvari that are at the base of their antenna. And it is a disc-like structure with a central pore surrounded by sensory cells. And they think that they are probably for sensing vibration or maybe hearing. And okay. they also have something called forcipules, which we were talking about before, I think, which are modifications of the first pair of legs. And centipedes are the only arthropods who have these. Oh, really? And so they are like little pincher legs. And they are not mouth parts. They are like legs that are like... Pew, pew. They're modified legs that just shoot venom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so they, the little leg parts are like tubes, like syringes that just shoot it into... That's pretty wicked. Yeah. And then they have heads... And then they have at least 15 segments, usually. Okay. Each pair of centipede legs is slightly longer than the pair immediately in front of it, so they don't step on themselves. Oh, I didn't think about that. So their footfalls are sort of triangular, then. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. I didn't think about that. I assumed all their legs were the same length. Nope. They're geniuses of leg formation. Well, the next time I'm drawing a muscular horse with 18 legs. <laughs> in addition to having six nipples, it will have 
its hind legs longer than its front legs. I'm going to keep that in mind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking of our child and drawing pectorals, she also can draw hands, which she's got me beat already. (laughs) No, it's not. I would say it's not fair, but just one, I think it was on spring break last year at some point, she was like, I can't draw hands. And she's like, I'm just going to sit down and draw hands until I can draw them. And now she can draw them. So well, I think she that got that out thing. of the way early. Yeah. Well, she was like, I can't draw hands. And I was trying to explain to her the idea. I explained to her the concept of practicing on something. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. if you spend an hour a day practicing drawing hands and practicing your drawings, then I bet you then in like six months or nine months, you'll look back on the stuff you're drawing now and be like, whoa, that was like not nearly as good as what I'm doing. And then it worked. And so now she's stuck on it. Yeah, you like, got ha, it. Ha, got you hooked on it now, baby. <laughs> yeah. You just got to take advantage of how your brain works. You got to dig in and find out what really works for you. I feel like she's been really trying to work to to write jokes lately. I feel like she's really stepped her game up because I think she realized that she likes doing it. And she was right. Like she was just writing animal jokes for a while. Yeah. And they were pretty good. They were pretty good animal jokes. But we were walking the other day. Did I tell you about the rabbit? Uh-uh. We were walking the other day and there's some rabbit just hopping around. We live in, there's hundreds of rabbits. Anyway, just one fucking rabbit hopping around. They're East, Eastern cottontail rabbit. And uh, she's like, look. And I was like, the rabbit? And she goes, that's a reverse Hillary. And I was like, yeah. And then she goes, a bun with no hot dog. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For some for some reason, a couple months ago, we were talking about the Hillary Clinton hot dog order. I think springtime came and whenever whenever it's spring, like one of us gets a hankering for some hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's when it came up. <laughs> yep. Um, centipedes use their antenna to find prey. So they probably feel around until they touch something, right? And they have a digestive tract that forms a simple tube from their mouth parts, I imagine, to their butt parts. And they have a tracheal system with spiracles in their body segments, and that is how they breathe. Okay. The the classic breathe through its skin shell yeah right right seems pretty handy i mean it's... i feel i feel like having the one point of failure as a human that you have to breathe all the way up through your neck and head i feel like yeah we could have really gone spherical mode yeah i i where would you want your spiracles though i think that oh i'd want my spiracles on my head and neck wouldn't you want them down your sides too and on your legs? Uh, I'm usually wearing a shirt. Well, I mean, if you just want your spiracles on your head and your neck, though, then you still have the only one point of weakness where you just cut your head off. Well, I, at that point, Natalie. <laughs> Don't you want to be able to live and in, in cut into two parts like an earthworm? I, that's a hard question to answer. What if you had two of you? One of them was the top half and one was the bottom half but you guys still got along great no we would (laughs) we would yeah think about it (laughs) okay so we were talking about their force appeals (laughs) 
and their secretion of defensive chemicals and their venom and stuff, right? Yeah. Some centipedes can also secrete sticky shit that generates hydrogen cyanide and benzoic acid. Oh, God, that's awful. And uh, that is yuck, right? Hydrogen cyanide is a poison. Yeah, it is. And other ones will secrete muck from their legs, from their rear legs. Kind of like one of those stunt cars that dumps oil out in the road if they're being chased. Uh-huh. Um, for the past 50 million years, centipedes have been venomous. Yeah, wow. It doesn't surprise me that they've been around for so long. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about them fucking. They don't... Did you know they don't fuck? Just keeps getting worse. <laughs> the male centipedes will nut all over an area and then invite the females over to come take some <laughs> come get some <laughs> it's like a little buffet come ladies and get some of this centipede muck and you sit in it i guess take some home take some home with you and do what you want with it i suggest maybe making more centipedes <laughs> i like the idea of them just being like, here you go, and just like a puddle. <laughs> Come to the puddle of, ah. of centipede nut. I like the idea of centipedes lecturing each other. Don't, with the way, with the way that the earthworms are going, don't you think it's irresponsible to bring more centipedes into the world? <laughs> I mean, you can't even see. <laughs> Sometimes if a centipede will bite you, it will poison you with its venom. Yeah. And it is very painful. It can cause swelling, chills, fevers, weaknesses. But usually they will not kill you. Unless maybe you're a little tiny kid. Or if you're allergic to bee stings, sometimes it can be pretty dangerous. Okay. So, oh, all right. So really, you know, nothing to be worried about. We can go out and go out to the park in the movies and touch centipedes. <laughs> what if we found a bunch of centipedes? Yeah. And then we sold them on eBay. It sounds like free money to me. Right. What's the catch? We would get we would have no centipedes and we would have more money from selling them. It sounds great. <laughs> um some people have centipedes as pets. How do you like that segue? See? That's what we're selling them for. <laughs> centipede pets. Yeah, right. People will just do anything, won't they? They're centipede breeders, but usually what they will do is catch them and then sell them to people. And they are sold as pets, and they are sold for zoological displays. And so I guess that the market's probably not huge, but it's big enough for some people to have a weird job. I wonder if anybody makes a full-time job slinging centipedes. Someone does. There has to be, like, the centipede king. That's just... Gosh, it just seems so rough because if you're a cool guy, you would think scorpion or tarantula right. would be your go-tos. But then maybe if you're like one of those second tier, like scummy cool guys, maybe your friend already has a scorpion or tarantula and you need to be different. Like if you had a centipede, you'd have it like on your hands. Like, would you? What if it poisoned you with its, what if it venomed you with its force support? I'm so tough. I've been letting him envenomate me for years and years. And now it doesn't bother me at all. Just go for it, buddy. Oh, wow. Very yeah, I didn't think about tough. that. I taught the centipede how to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
He really fucking parties. It would be sick to watch a centipede smoke a cigarette. He smokes like a hundred little tiny cigarettes and he just sticks them in his spiracles. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that he would use a full-size cigarette and then when he wasn't actively smoking it, he would like bucket brigade it down to his other end of his body. <laughs> I, I was thinking like maybe you would have a, like a little cigarette and it was like lit and he would just like lean on it. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool guy. <laughs> He's very cool. Look at him. He can't... He has no way of telling how cool he is. He just knows. <laughs> I mean, you just got to be cool. You don't have to, like, make a big deal out of it. Got to be casual. It looks like you're trying too hard, right? Oh, yeah. <sighs> when you have a pet centipede, you keep it in a terrarium with a large surface area. Because they're crawlers. Yeah, He right. would want to crawl everywhere, sure. They usually like to live in uh, coconut fiber. And you can feed them crickets or cockroaches or mealworms. And they like a little bit of water. All right. Well, we know how to care for our centipede. We're <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> they need a little bit of humidity. And they're pretty cool. Did you know that there are giant centipedes in the Amazon? And the largest one of all is 12 inches long. And will eat lizards, frogs, birds, mice, bats, dogs, raccoons, possums, horses. <laughs> Zebras. Amazonian zebra eater. <laughs> Lizards, turtles, fish. I, it doesn't eat turtles for for real? No, uh, no. I, I added some to the list. Just making it sound more dangerous. <laughs> trying to fill up the episode. <laughs> They're crazy, though. If I saw a foot-long centipede, I would just move. I would just leave. I feel like if I was a lizard or a, or a mouse or something like that, I would be able to tell it was coming. But maybe it's so scritchy and light on its... Uh, it's on it, quick. Light on its feet and quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sc they're scuttlers, aren't mm -hmm. they? Yeah. Yeah. And they just <laughs> eat rodents and spiders. Yeah. How do you eat a fucking bat? It catches bats in mid-flight. How does it do that when it can't even know. see? I don't I don't know. Maybe it has some kind Does of it... way of perceiving that we or we do not understand. See? See? <sighs> Think about it. They're just like fucking going crazy, man. If it catches a bat in mid-flight, then it has some way of doing that that goes beyond what we think it is perceiving. Yeah. It's not always the case. I think it's maybe centipedes are geniuses they're geniuses at being centipedes they're the best out of every animal at being centipedes uh -huh. i think you're right uh -huh. did you know that centipedes grow their legs at different points in their life cycle like what so like you will start off with a little guy and then he will you know bugs do that thing where they molt yeah every time they molt they'll get more legs <laughs> so they lengthen uh-huh so they so centipedes just continually lengthen uh-huh um when a house centipede is born it has four pairs of legs and then every time it molts it goes up and it goes five seven nine eleven 15, 15, 15, 15, and 15 before it is an adult. So a house centipede has to molt nine times mm -hmm. before it becomes that nasty fucking thing on the ceiling. Right. Four pairs it's of been legs. Living, it coward. It's been living somewhere. Right. I like, because centipedes are so long. I like to think about the abbreviated centipede, like a fully formed centipede, but it only has like what eight legs mm -hmm. four pairs of legs so it only has eight legs right 
walking around like a dumbass. Right, like an idiot. Like a real, real moron. Like super awkward. How uh, are you I embarrassed? Can't... The idea of molting and then just continually growing more legs is really funny to me because animals molt. Like snakes? You molt. Uh, not in the same way. I don't throw off like man-sized like old bags of skin and grow new skin underneath. You know, my skin just flakes off. Right. Like a normal guy. Right. But it flakes a lot enough that you have to like vacuum your house and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Imagine how much of our old skin we would breathe up if we had spiracles everywhere. God, think about It'll it. It'll be a nasty mess. Be clogged with your own dust rolling around with your spiracles. God, what a nightmare. I guess everything about a centipede is a nightmare. What if a centipede was walking upright, though? Do you think you would like him more? Oh, no. See, that's what I was just thinking with the catching the bat. Like, the centipede's got to get some vertical height. Some air, yeah. So the centipede has to be, like, rearing up on its rear legs. Right. On, like, several sets of its rear legs, and then there are some sets that are in the air then. Maybe they're, like, all in between stuff, like Snakebird. Snakebird? That game that I like, one of those ga- three games I like, where it's, like, the bird that's a snake. You had to get him through the puzzle. Long bird. <laughs> I think more animals should molt and just get longer. I think more animals should be long that are cute instead of gross. There's not enough long, cute animals. What about cat? And every time a cat Molt. sheds, <laughs> yeah. sheds, it gets two more legs. Yeah. So you end up like everybody's got a friend that's got a cat that's 99 years old. Right. Well, now he's got 99 legs. I don't think I would want a cat like that because cats have those claws that are like, right? Yeah. I wouldn't want them to have more and more and more cat claws. Imagine taking your cat to the vet every year to get his claws capped. Because that's what you do. You can't, declawing them is bad, etc. But you can put those little rubber tips on yeah, them. Yeah, right. Right? So you go, and every year you get his new pair of legs. Right. Rubber tipped. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be better to get a dog that's real long, or maybe like long sloth. You think, so a, a long dog, are you thinking like the entire middle is just more dog, or are you thinking more pairs of dog legs? It's going to be dog legs all the way down, baby. It has to have multiple legs. Okay. Well, think about it. If you're a genetic scientist and you can make a long dog, hit us up. (laughs) What did you learn today about centipedes? They're worse than I thought. They're horrible. I really, I just thought they lived in a log and they ate stuff that you didn't want. No, No. they eat stuff that I like and they're fucking venomous. Right. So they will. I've, I've just been very lucky to not have been envenomated by a centipede, apparently. I'll envenomate your centipede. I'm going to squish the motherfuckers. I don't like them anymore. Right. Get out of here. Leave off my earthworms. When I find earthworms, if I find earthworms around, I'll take them and I'll pick them up and I'll put them in my garden. I want them to be in there. Right. The earthworms love it. I love them. Everything's going well. You come and eat them. Right. Just like that Cypress Hill song where they say cops come and try to snatch my crops. Right. I hate when they snatch my crops. You get your crops snatched all the time, though. Squirrels, rabbits. 
I don't know how anybody ever fed themselves in history. Right. Because all of my food that I grow gets eaten by wild animals to an insane extent. Yeah, yeah. How did that work? You would have to grow so much that it was more than you would need so you could feed the animals. I think that's what I think that's what you have to do. You know who has never eaten any of my crops? Cory Grella. She's respectful. I mean, you should offer her some crops though. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. If she if she's ever around and it's harvest season, come through, Corey Grella. <laughs> We'd love to have you. Right. Of course, as a sponsor of Garbage Brain University. And who's our other sponsor, Natalie? Harlem Township. Almost all crops. Almost all crops. If you are a centipede, stay out. You don't like vegetables. Right. But he's going to eat all those worms in Harlem Township. You know, Harlem Township is mostly worms. And actually, when you go to Harlem Township, Harlem is spelled out in worms. Oh, that explains a lot. (laughs) Just another reason to love Harlem Township, the most beautiful of the 18 townships in Delaware County, Ohio. And we would like to thank Hobo Demon for suggesting this episode. Thank you, Hobo Demon. If you've got an idea for an episode that you'd like us to cover, head into our Discord. If you're not a member of the Discord, head to patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Sign up and hear 140 episodes you've never heard, including our mini-series. We just finished Malian. Malian, for all your alien needs. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. I love you. Goodbye.